With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, it is the kids' favorite time of year after the long winter. It is finally spring break. So if you're hitting the beach, retreating lakeside, or lounging at the pool, then get everything you need for your vacation at Macy's. Macy's has the cutest bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and don't forget sunscreen. You can find everything you're throwing into your bag at Macy's. Plus, you can order online and pick up in-store or curbside or get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. Hey, it's your drama queens, and we're here to tell you that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. So let's talk about LifeVac. It is a life-saving airway clearance device which has saved over 1,500 lives. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac, L-I-F-E-V-A-C dot net and enter promo code DRAMAQUEENS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. Have you all heard about Squarespace? Their website helps you grow your business and takes the guesswork out of building a website. It's great. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. One of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it has never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Friends, it is the season of cheers. Shop the largest selection of wine, liquor, beer, mixers, and more delivered in as little as one Hour. Oh, that's so easy. Mini Bar Delivery brings the wine and liquor store to the palm of your hand. As featured in Rolling Stone, People, the New York Times Magazine, their app is loaded with party essentials, gifts, cocktails, entertaining tips, and the perfect finishing touch to any life moment. And you'll get $10 off your first Mini Bar Delivery order with code IHEART. Get Mini Bar Delivery on the go, available on iOS or Android. Guys, so much happens in episode four, mm-hmm. aptly titled Crash Into You, because crash. But I, I think the, the car crash. <laughs> I just of- got it. <laughs> I just got it. No. <laughs> Me. Me too. Well, I don't, don't feel bad. Okay. Crash Into You is, uh, is this an episode where Haley convinces Lucas to go with the team to a party at Nathan's beach house, hoping that the guys will become friendlier. Good luck. Which <laughs> obviously is not going to happen. I think the car crash of, of my heart is our finally being able to see Deb Scott, Barbara Allen Woods. She is such a babe, such a babe and such a good mom, such a good mom, like really trying to, you know, Mm -hmm. she sees the problem Mm -hmm. with her son. She doesn't quite Mm -hmm. know how to fix it, but she sees it and she's not just like going along with every craziness that Dan is Mm -hmm. showing us. Mm -hmm. Well, and how like Dan Scott has been 
situated firmly in this show. So to find a woman to go toe to toe with him, but also still like kiss him in the kitchen, you know, Mm -hmm. she is able to do that with such ease, you know, and she came into a cast that was already working together. That's right. And and they did such a beautiful job of establishing. I I forgot that there was intimacy between Dan and Deb, Mm -hmm. like the Mm -hmm. way they hug each other in the kitchen. And he goes, oh, is that my wife? And there's this whole dynamic. And and Barb played so many levels in this episode so flawlessly to to have that romance with him, to challenge him, to be observing her her changing teenage son. Oh, my God. When she calls him Surly. Surly. Do you feel like our parents ever said that about us? Surly. Surly teenagers. It was a tall order for the character of Deb, though, to to be able to walk that line, to toe that line of understanding why this woman would have married and stayed with this man. And Mm. yet having her be sympathetic and mm-hmm. watching her walk walk into Karen's cafe and oh. handle that situation and just extend that olive branch in the mm-hmm. sort of awkward way that, you know, mm-hmm. she did and that grownups would. That was, that was tough. Yeah, I feel like I could see when she walked in and she's like, a coffee. Oh, uh, and, and a biscotti. And then yeah. she goes to leave and you're like, oh no, she's losing it. She's losing it. She's chickening out. And then they suddenly have this beautiful conversation I mean, really what we are is the Barbara Allen Woods fan club. Big mm-hmm. time. <laughs> These are facts. These are yeah, facts. She wears the pants in this episode, mm-hmm. which, which you know, watching it as an adult lady now, I'm like, yeah, girl. Uh-huh. You, you just put those britches on. As an yep. adult, what hit me was their whole conversation. When she talks about how Nathan is, is obviously suffering or struggling mm-hmm. and Dan tries to blame her. And says it's because you're working and you're gone. And she says, I'm gone at max 10 days a month. Uh, and and he's pressuring her. If you were home, if you spent more time with him. And she claims her identity, her career, mm-hmm. that she deserves to have both to be a mom, to have a job, to be working, to travel. Like she really defends herself as an individual woman who's also a mother. And mm-hmm. I didn't catch that in 2003. No, I didn't either. But she did. She did such a badass job of that. Mm-hmm. Well, and the only two people that see Nathan's vulnerabilities ever mm. are Deb and Haley. I mean, yeah. Yeah. The, the scenes going from <gasps> scene to scene where he's so sweet with you, Joy. Oh, my God. You and him in the car are yeah. just. Yeah. Darling, and then but and then to see him become such a jackass in the next scene, but it just mm-hmm. showed what, what we were saying when we were watching back was that it's only James could do this because James intrinsically is just such a great per- person, such mm-hmm. a good man that um, he he managed to play this character that was such a jerk and so confused because of what he's been taught by his parents, and yet still be vulnerable. And it was still kind of manipulative. He was using his vulnerability, even though he was being honest, to manipulate mm-hmm. Haley. But it doesn't come off as sociopathic. Yeah. <laughs> he just comes <laughs> off as confused. Because I think a lot of guys, mm-hmm. I mean, think about the guys that are like on TV right now or or whatever in those shows. Like, it would have been hard to cast someone. Absolutely. Like yeah. And I think if you'd cast someone who in real life was a dick or was a manipulator... Right. You just there would have been no redemption for Nathan and what and James bringing himself to that part and and his his kindness and his groundedness. 
it's like you could see through the Nathan Scott armor and yeah. it, and in a way it let him play someone who was cruel better than I've seen most villains be villains. Yeah. Yeah. You really felt I felt bad for him. Mm hmm. It's the Brooke thing from last episode. Mm. You know, it's like, here's all my bravado. I'm going to be real hard and I'm going to say mm. things that are shocking. Um, and then also, but inside, I'm, I just want somebody to hug me. These are kids that didn't get hugged enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You and, know? And there's something about that. Oh, God. Like, talk about a cringe moment in this episode you know, the game ends and then Nathan invites Lucas to this party, right? We think it's an olive branch and everybody's there and, and, you know, Haley and Lucas show up in the tow truck and all, you know, there's the pretend meet and we're like, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And then we start playing Never Have I Ever. Uh, did uh, you guys actually play that in high school? No, I don't think no. so. I, I had never really been to a house party. I think what? once in my life. I just was, I was a really, I had an interesting childhood. But you were in no. Manhattan drinking champagne, Joy. Yeah, you were like a working actor. <laughs> Not when I was 15 and 16. I was still like in high school, just normal neighborhood kid. And mm. I hadn't been to, I remember shooting that scene and being like, oh, so this is what a house party feels really? like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was your like typical weekend in high school? Like what'd that look like for each of you guys? I just hung out with friends and I was usually involved in some kind of theater. Something was going mm -hmm. on with, with the arts. Um, yeah. Ride my bike. I mean, my parents were, it was very eighties parenting, like go here, here's a stick. Here's your bike. Here's like, <laughs> get go outside and play. <laughs> here's a stick. A stick. Oh, so what were <laughs> your like, kids doing out in California? Oh, were you man. guys going to like beach parties? No. Oh my gosh. That's like so funny to me. I I rarely, I rarely ever went to the beach. Once my family was in Pasadena, we, it's just like traffic here is horrible. Um, <laughs> but, but similarly, Joy, you know, I was, I was doing a lot of theater. And so I was always, you know, in a play at a rehearsal and, and my school was so small and being an all girls school, you know, we, we didn't bring boys from the all boys schools in the neighborhood in so we played all the parts um yes. yeah the girls yeah. played everything our 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 theater oh my director God, sophia that informs so much about who you are <laughs> tell me more did you play boy po did you oh, play yeah. any of the boy parts oh yeah yeah Girl. i like slicked back my hair like charlotte <gasps> in that sex in the city episode when she gets her portrait taken like a man um, so awesome. Oh, I loved it. it. I loved it. And it was actually really interesting. We had this incredible theater director, this man named Tim Wright, who is unfortunately no longer with us, who who honestly changed my life and taught me so much about storytelling. And, you know, he taught us about historical Shakespeare and how at the time it was thought to be scandalous to have a woman in the theater. So mm. back then mm. the men played women's parts. Right. And, and he was talking about this sort of, you know, honestly reclamation of the theatrical space with all of us as women playing all these parts and doing all the tech yeah. and learning how to light. And I was the prop master on so many plays and it was <laughs> so fun. And then my senior year, we kind of had a more typical experience. Um, all of a sudden, I think cause people finally had driver's licenses and, you know, we all finally, um, could be mobile and, we started like my, one of my friends and I started dating these two best friends. I'd, I'd been in love with my, you know, 
yes. childhood sweetheart from camp since I was nine. And then my oh. senior year in high school, I started dating this boy. He looks exactly like Paul Walker. Good God. Oh. And, and oh. him and his best friend went to an all boys school on the West side. And so then it was like, oh, we're going to see our boyfriends at a West side party tonight. And we felt... <laughs> We were so innocent and silly, but we felt like grownups. Like the way I think mm-hmm. we were saying we felt when we got to Wilmington and we look back and we're like, oh my God, we were babies. But like, we thought we knew what we were doing. My senior year in high school, I was like, I am like officially a teenager. <laughs> I didn't know anything, but I would go to these, we would have these house parties um, that the boys would throw and we felt so cool. And really we just stood around and like everyone was staring at each other trying to figure oh, out yeah. who was going to talk first. Yeah. 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 What do we do now? What do we, what do, we like, do now? How does this work? Virginia was all house parties, you guys. Like yeah. football games, basketball games. Like, I don't know. Did we do it for soccer in the spring? Probably not. Um, Track team. Oh, the track team was hot. Wait, track team like, had parties? Girl. I don't know anything about are, this. Any yeah, excuse, yeah. right? Wow. Any excuse in Virginia to have a house party. <laughs> it was happening. And so, like, yeah, a lot of house parties. I remember, like, my boyfriend in high school was a bad kid. And... I remember being in a basement and someone was smuggling alcohol through the basement window. And oh, the, those little me, narrow windows at the top? Yep. Mm-hmm. Me being the clean teen at the party and like head of the clean is like, who is doing this? And it's my boyfriend. And he, <laughs> we were like went into the tree house in the backyard and had a very like Nathan Haley conversation where I was like, what are you doing? Are you just trying to be cool for these people? And he was like, babe, I'm only drinking orange juice. And now I know it was like... <laughs> Totally spiked with vodka. Totally. Um, but at the time, I'm like, oh, well, I guess that's not so bad. But when we shot this stuff, I remember being all high on my horse, like, why are all the lights on? This is a dumb party. You know? <laughs> <laughs> why are we walking that's around hilarious. in broad daylight? This is crazy. You knew. You uh, knew. Well, you know what? And I have to say, the star of the episode was Peyton. Peyton was the star of this episode for hell me. Hell yeah. Um, because in that same way of you of knowing, of just like having the ability to see beyond what what's going on directly around you. But mm-hmm. I don't know a lot of kids that were that introspective in high school and capable of asking questions like, Mm-mm. are we going to turn out like Deb and Karen? I mean, yeah. what high schooler has the wherewithal to ask themselves that question? And I love that about Peyton. I think that's one of the major things that the audience connected with mm-hmm. um, about her. And the wherewithal as well in that breakup scene with Nathan to stand so firmly in yourself and he's trying to you know, do the like, oh, baby, I'm sorry business. And when you say... You basically call Nathan out for his behavior with Haley. Mm-hmm. And you say, whatever you're doing there is messed up. And if you aren't doing something there, it's messed up. Essentially, mm-hmm. because you're stringing her along. And for a girl in high school to look at her boyfriend and say, you're either flirting with that girl for real or you're flirting with her to manipulate her. And either way, you're a bad guy. That's not something especially in that era that we were encouraged to do it was like who's flirting with my boyfriend it wasn't maybe he's a bad dude i wonder what made them strike that tone in this episode because deb is not threatened or weirded out by karen Mm. and peyton's not threatened or weirded out by Haley. um Mm. they they were clearly trying to make a strong note about like you know we're not in competition with one another I love that. It's such yeah. a beautiful thing. And then I'm like, well, where, what happened? 
How'd it go sideways? <laughs> when did we start calling each other whores as like I terms know, of endearment? Man. I don't know. On yeah, the show, it's a, you know, it's a weird deal. You know, the whole like vibrator thing made us all like oh, so gross. Ubar. Did you were you like that in high school though, Hillary? Um, that with that in, that introspective and the ability to stand up and tell people what's what. And I mean, was that in you? I was super confrontational. Um, <laughs> I think that the things that were more important to me in high school were, um, like like the movie Boys Don't Cry came out mm-hmm. and girl interrupted came out and I read mm-hmm. the bell jar. And so there was like a firestorm of teenage girl mental health. Um, also like gay straight Alliance kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff was very important to me. And I knew that I was leaving for New York. So it didn't matter who I pissed off. And nice. And, and I feel like Peyton has her friendship with Brooke but isn't really connected to anyone else. So might mm. also carry a lot of that, like, we don't care who we piss off. Yeah. You know? It's interesting because I realized that, and, and this is something I've been, you know, learning to expand for myself, even as an adult. But when I think back, it's always been really easy for me on behalf of others to not care who I piss off, to defend yeah. people, to stand up for people, but not to do it for myself. And I... I think I really see some of that in Brooke, you know, we were all talking about this after the last episode, you know, I think Hillary, you said it, you said, I always got the sense that Brooke was actually a virgin. And I think so too. And I think that, that what, what resonated with me about her was a girl who only was taught to validate herself by other people's opinions And by charming other people and by being attractive to boys. And so Mm -hmm. she would make herself the butt of the joke. Like she, she bit on the vibrator joke and then that's a horrible thing to say. Bit on the <laughs> she took the bait. I'm so sorry. She took the bait on that drink, joke. Drink, I'm like, Sophia. I have a drunk, coffee. Drunk. I'll, I'll drink this. Um, you know, she took the, she took the bait on that. And then I think like the, 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 sort of shame and the desire to be liked, then she leans into it and goes, okay, so, you know, my turn, never have I ever, hmm, oh no, I did that. And to make everyone laugh. Yeah. And, and that moment of saying it and then looking around to see if people thought it was funny, like seeing myself make that choice for her then Mm -hmm. really broke my heart. Just again, such good casting because it (sighs) would have been easy to, to do that. You know, there's, it just would have been easy to play it the other way. Seductively, and, what, what, and you were seductively seductive. and one-dimensional, and, one and just you know, but you you mm. really had that. You knew what you were doing. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, she's listen. That's what I want viewers to do in this rewatch is to question every choice. Like, mm. was Brooke Davis really fast and easy? Mm. You know, like like what is the reality of these things? Because what we're saying is one thing, but how we're behaving—that's mm. what we were able to control. We yeah. couldn't control the, the dialogue, but yeah. we could control how we said how. it. Mm-hmm. How? Yeah. And you're right. That's where we could find our power. Like, we couldn't get away from some of the things that were written for us to do. But there were moments where we could be more ourselves, moments where we could subvert the obvious. And and it, I will say, it means so much to all of us with all you listening at home those have always been the moments that the fans have loved the most. 
And, and I, I love that we were able to, even in the midst of trying to figure out what the hell we were doing, like <laughs> find these, find these moments. Well, whether you like fresh faced, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I use it every day. So does my daughter. It's the one in the turquoise tube all over your socials. Yes. Obsessed with this, you guys. Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademark formulas, and uncompromising standards. It's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I'm wearing it right now. I, I really do put it on every morning because it's so easy. It just comes right off with water, so I don't have to worry about like getting those raccoon lines under my eyes. No, I have a little bag. And after I take my kids to school, I just sit in my car. And what I love about their kits is that it's so easy. It's like four products and you look like a brand new awake woman. <laughs> awake. What a novel awake. idea. <laughs> I love it. The liquid lash mascara lasts all day without clumping, smudging or flaking. And the flake free tubing formula dramatically lengthens and defines your lashes from root to tip. It really does look like lash extensions, you guys, without the damaging glue or the salon prices. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E. See what they did there? M-E-T-I-C-S, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 20% off your first order. Oh, you'll know real when you get it because it'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you will feel it. Ooh, maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. And when it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Yeah, because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What is better than a beach vacay? An all-inclusive beach vacay with Cheap Caribbean Vacations, of course. Cheap Caribbean gets you more food, more drinks, and more fun for less. Plus, you can score $175 instant savings on beach favorites in Mexico, the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, Aruba, and the Bahamas for even more awesome savings. Book by April 1st, 2024, and learn more about doing your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. This March, join Macy's and Girls, Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. I love that Macy's partners with Girls, Inc. to support young women and leaders, inspiring all girls to be strong, smart, and bold. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls, Inc. or Roundup on your purchase. 
Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. Call it power, you guys. Yay. I love this. Your whole life you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you needed to be. It is Kala Power. I love this name. I do too. Kala Power is the brand that powers the food you crave with ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of the Kala Power's thin and crispy stone fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kala Power's chicken tenders are made with real all natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. Oh, and that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, you can dig in with Kala Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kala Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free, always, and ready in minutes. Most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kala Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcalapower.com to find them in a store near you. Kala Power. Crave on. I want to talk about Joy's hat. Yes, please. I was going to say that. I know. Haley's hat. Okay, will, will you tell people what the backstory of the hat is? Come on. Okay, look. Uh, here, I have to. I have to preface this by saying that there is a possibility that I've created this scenario in my mind because I hated the hat so much. But <laughs> I don't think what I remember. <laughs> my recollection of this is that. I was given this hat. I did not like this hat. I hated this hat. I was given this hat and told you have to wear this hat. And I was told later um, that uh, the person who chose the hat for me um, chose it because it looked like a penis hat, like the top of a penis. It had and they thought it was literally on it. Yeah. And they thought it was funny to, to make Haley look like she was like had her head had like a penis on her head. I, uh, and did, I hated did, the hat so much. I hated that hat. Did they tell you this right away? Joy? No, it was way later. It was way later because it would always pop up and we'd see images of it because it's like, I don't know why this hat keeps showing up. I keep see, I see photos of it for years. I've seen like it's the because it's so terrible. I think probably it's like, I mean, well, and whoa. also there's that beautiful scene with the two of you in the car. You know, we've talked about it from Nathan's side, but what you the vulnerability that mm-hmm. Haley leans into and the the softness that you gave her and the humor and the cracking jokes, but also the bashfulness. It was so innocent Ooh. and beautiful. Bashful right? She's bashful. bashful. And it happens in that friggin' hat for a lot of it. <laughs> it all happens you in know? That hat. A lot of it happens in the hat. And then, you know, you finally take it off on the car ride. But I think that's part of it because it's the that's where the seed of Nathan and Haley was planted was in that friggin' hat. Yeah. yeah, just oh right in the top of it. Because the why. second you take the hat off, it's like, it, it's like she's all that, you know. Like you're a beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. Your chin in that car scene, Joy, <laughs> just your little like chin dimple little and cleft. your little pout, and you're like your eyes, and you can tell that you're listening to him. Like you're really mm-hmm. listening. It is so like Ariel from Little Mermaid. <laughs> it is, and the like red they, hair. 
they needed the hat to like dress you down, mm-hmm. you know, so it's not so on the nose and like, mm-hmm. well, duh, these two are going to end up together. All they I could mean, do like, is put a stupid hat on. Me. It's like yeah, when they put I, Rachel Lee Cook in glasses. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. Oh. I think. I mean, it could have just been that, and then maybe the penis story came up later. I mean, oh. who knows? I, I don't, but that I don't also know could have been them like editing history, where after they watch it in dailies, they're like, "She looks like a dick." You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been. It could have yeah. been. But yeah, when I does the love poncho that? pop up? I remember them giving you oh. shit about the poncho. Yeah, that was the other thing. The poncho. I think I chose the poncho. I think yeah. that was my choice. My mm-hmm. bad choice. I made some very questionable wardrobe choices throughout the years, but um, I guess it always kind of worked for Haley. Ma'am, I was wearing a buckle across my chest in this episode, so tell me about it. You got to keep those things locked up, honey. My God, why? Like, I buckled myself into my shirt? For what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, 90s. 90s oof. fashion left the, like, kept kept crawling, creeping into the 2000s. Yeah, the oof. tail end was really brutal. Mm-hmm. I like that you and Sarah Edwards, who played Teresa, were kind of wearing the same thing. It was, yeah. you know, that like tells a story that all the cheerleaders have a uniform. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they put Peyton in a turtleneck. So, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> how can we be the antithesis of this? Yeah. Um, it you also know, kind of put Brooke in the Queen Bee category that yeah. she w- was and that like there was it just subconsciously put a little like, oh, oh these girls want to be like her, you know. That's so interesting. Yeah. We had your cronies. Mm. Best crony, best crony of the episode goes to Tim. Oh, so. Brett, Brett, Brett Claywell. That he really had that Joey Tribbiani thing going on. Yes, yeah. he is so good. And like we all thought he was so funny then, but as an adult to watch him, I'm like, man, his comic timing is just so on point at the door. You're caught. You all to go. The entire physical nature of his comedy that ends with him weirdly just knocking on the house because he doesn't know what else to do <laughs> is so brilliant. He takes my breath away. But do you remember they always gave him the hardest job because we yeah. all had real lines. Like we had lines on a piece of paper that we were supposed to recite, and they would wait till the end of the day and get all of our coverage and then they would get Brett's coverage and they'd give him two takes and they'd be like, all right, Brett, just improvise and do something funny. Go. And it's everyone's standing there watching you like the sun is rising. You know, there's like a clock ticking and Brett would just have to go. Mm -hmm. And he's so good at it. He just knew he knew who Tim was. Yeah. He really got to hone some skills on that. And by the way, skills like, the opening scene when we're at the basketball game and he's running, he does this like <laughs> fake out dribble between his legs. So seamlessly. I was like, oh, my God, wait, Brett was like a really good basketball player. I forgot. Yeah. yeah, I think they all were like legit basketball players, except for Chad, who was a football boy. Right. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Did we talk about that in the last episode, this shot that he had to make? In the Aww. in the court, I know we talked about it on our yeah. Zoom, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, that was tough for him because he was he was definitely a football guy, and you know, good at it from from what I know, from what I heard. But yeah. uh, basket, it's just such a different, it's a completely different sport. It's a totally different skill set. It'd be like if I had to do gymnastics. Like, <laughs> I'm good at other stuff, guys. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I yeah. you know, 
everything we did involved a ton of extras, Mm -hmm. like these big party scenes, the big basketball scenes. And we were all really young actors. So we were having to make decisions in front of a live audience Mm -hmm. on set. And then like hope that when it aired two weeks later, because our turnaround was so fast that people liked it. Um, Getting feedback that people didn't like Peyton was so bad. You got feedback that people didn't like Peyton? Well, because remember, we were supposed to be a mid-season replacement. So we were supposed to bank all of our episodes Mm -hmm. before we ever aired. And then there was a, I want to say it was a Rachel Lee Cook show Mm. that Warner Brothers decided like, you know what? This isn't ready. We're not going to do this right now. Let's just put One Tree Hill on Mm -hmm. on, in September. And we'd only been filming since July. Mm -hmm. So we'd only banked like three episodes when our show started airing. That's right. And, And very quickly the feedback came in like, what's this bitch so mopey about? You know? And I think- Maybe that was a blessing because mm. it certainly made me aware of how I was being perceived, which put me right back in high school. Mm. Like, you're totally aware of what everyone around you is saying, the rumor mill. It was um, it was humbling. It's hard, too, because we we were young. And of course, I mean, gosh, as an adult, you want to be liked. As a kid, you want to be liked so badly and you want to do a good job and especially on our first jobs. And I, oof, I remember that. I remember how uncomfortable it made me feel because Brooke was put in a position where she granted performatively and, and to try to feel any kind of validation because she didn't have it from her family and, you know, all the, all the aspects of her backstory, she was very sexualized. And then I, I felt like I was being very sexualized Mm -hmm. and it made me so uncomfortable. This, this sort of like, yeah, this like, Ooh, you're a bad girl. And I was like, I I just, I play this girl on TV and I don't know who I am yet. I remember that too, Sophia, because didn't a lot of the press that we started doing after the show, it was like, you were always expected to be wearing the super short skirt, the big, uh-huh. you know, the cleavage thing. Remember that photo shoot that we did that was like in a garbage dump or something? They like had. <gasps> you what? Hated that what shit. was that? Joy garbage hated that shit. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, no, the, was that like, weird we racetrack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still have something up in my craw about it. Like I'm so mad. Oh, yeah. uh, it was like we'd worked so hard to get here, so yeah. hard to get here. Uh-huh. We did yeah. our first big photo shoot, and they Go put us in, in a dump. God, yeah, Joy, I'm so glad you brought that. Yeah, up. like a salvage yeah. yard kind of yeah. a place. But there, there was some that was like on a racetrack, and the racetrack uh-huh. was really cute, and that was fun stuff. And then they were like come over here in short skirts and stand in front of a pile of trash. And I was like, no. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, By the way, Hillary, do you remember we were side by side in one of those shots that day and they handed you a hose and you just like pointed it at the ground. They, they wanted you to be hosing me down. What? And you wouldn't do it. And I I just like froze and you were like, "Hmm, no. And, And I remember just looking around like, is this what's expected of me? And we didn't yeah. obviously like we wouldn't let we didn't let them keep the water on. But like that idea, essentially, they were like trying to shoot a wet T-shirt contest. Ugh. And I was like, I don't want to do this at all. <laughs> at all. 
especially in a pile of trash. <laughs> <laughs> what a gross day at work. Oh, oh my God. I totally forgotten about that. And I'm so glad you brought it up because oh it is God. such a metaphor for how we were treated the whole time. Like, guys, we're going to give you a photo spread. It's going to be a cover. It's made of trash. <laughs> What was your first experience of like getting feedback? Because I feel like mm. we started to get it right around this episode. Uh, mm, I don't know. I mean, I know that what I remember was that there were message boards um, that was mm-hmm. still like there was still dial up, I think, at that time. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> but it was definitely like MySpace and message boards. And it was oh not. God not fancy or slick or pretty or anything. So you'd just go find your show on a message board and then just like search your name or look for whatever people were, whatever the topics were. Mm. Um, I don't remember. I'm, I could make something up, but I just don't remember. I No, that's good. That means it yeah. wasn't traumatic. No, it wasn't. I don't, I was concerned with what people thought. I, I think it probably did inform what I, things that I maybe fought for or didn't fight for, but um Mm. I wish I had a memory of it. I don't, but you do. You remember seeing things that people didn't like. Did it did it affect you when you went went to work the next week or the next day, or were you like trying to make different choices? How did it um, affect you? I was certainly concerned about storyline, you know, mm. because the show I signed up for was one thing. It evolved into this other thing that's like mm-hmm. making vibrator jokes with teenage girls and like staying out drinking all night, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, even though the lights are all on. Um, it, it, uh, definitely gave me like a lot of anxiety, especially cause mm-hmm. our bosses were aware of it. Like they brought it yeah. up to me. They're like, man, everybody hates you. <gasps> we don't, we're not sure how to like circle back and get them to like you, but they really like the other girls a lot better. And so there was a part of me also that was like, well, maybe I lean into this. Like, you know, the first lesson they teach you in acting school is the bad guy doesn't know they're the bad guy. Right. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So there certainly was a a part of season one where I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm the bad guy. Like, I, I guess I wow. didn't realize it when I auditioned for the show, but I'm the bad guy. And that made it a lot easier to do questionable things, you know, to just like lean into the surly. That's so wow. interesting that you felt like the bad guy. That's like the beginning <laughs> of it all too. the beginning of. Mm. The separation, the segregation of the three of us of like, you know, the idea that you're somehow unliked Mm -hmm. and the the rest and the, you know, that somehow you're the, you're the odd man out. Well, and there was always something, there was always a little earworm they'd give us, right? Like, oh, well, you know, this was good, but you know what they really liked was when she did that. And you know, you know, who's really good is that buckle on Sophia's shirt. The sponsors <laughs> loved it. It's like, you know, they, they wanted us to, to feel like if, if, you know, any of anyone else was succeeding, we were failing was how we were made to feel rather than you guys are all doing a really good job. And like, here's what your strengths mm-hmm. are. And we're really proud of you. That, that certainly was not. Um, Isn't it crazy how indirect, like opposite from the storyline of the show it is? Like you've yeah. got Deb and Karen and you've got Peyton and Haley, like all kumbaya. Like yeah. this is awesome. But then the behind the scenes, mm-hmm. what was that show that, that 
E True Hollywood Story, you know, where they like yeah. ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. yeah. The behind the scenes was so different. So it's crazy that the same brains were mm. coordinating both. But you know what's interesting to me is when I think about the fact that there was such huge conflict between Lucas and Nathan. Mm-hmm. And in so many high school shows, the conflict is between the girls. Yeah. But the conflict with the kids was between the boys. So in a way, in the beginning, they wrote us very atypically. They kind of switched the traditional gender roles. Mm-hmm. And later, as the as the boys repaired their relationship, they created rifts with the girls. And mm. later, they, they also started taking things from our real lives and putting oh, yeah. them in the shows in very manipulative ways. Because, yeah. you know, there Hold were people. Mm. I was just going to say, though, that's like a great point that they wrote us as like 90s boys. Yeah. What 90s boy would be your character? <gasps> oh, that's interesting. Oh, God. I've been watching Friends. Like, I'm thinking, <laughs> like, who was who was the B. Arthur of 90s boys? I'm like for myself. Yeah. Like, for, mm. You mean you as a person or like as a no, as the, the character. Like, who would have been like, Haley, who was like, like the 90s boy of. I think you're totally right, Sophia. Mm. They wrote you as like the Paul Walker. You know what I mean? <gasps> oh, my they God. I was going to say like, I was the Pacey. You think I'm the Paul Walker? That's so yeah, flattering. From Varsity Blues, <laughs> just like having Whoa. sex on the washing machine. And I'm, a, I'm fun. I'm the star. Yeah, like the, awesome. like the party boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Wow, she kind of was the fo- the the captain of the football team. Yes, a hundred percent. The the alpha. Okay, so who's the boy who who's loved? Haley? Yeah, who's Haley? I, I didn't watch like nine hundred two one zero, but I feel like there's somebody in there. I mean, there's strong Josh Jackson vibes. Mm. I think, like super Frank. I could live on a boat. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like boy next door, but no BS. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Childhood love. I like. I that. still I think go for that. Go for some that. Haley and Lucas energy is just so latent and prime. It's who's prime. yours? Who's your Who's your nineties? I don't know. What I'm afraid of is that I'm like. Were you Luke Perry? Were you um, Dylan? <gasps> I think I think, I think you were Dylan. Yeah. I think you were Dylan. Guys, yes. I watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie with my son. And I was oh, like, oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't want to be Buffy. I wanted to be Luke Perry. Like, that, was, <laughs> that was my angst. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, yeah. that feels really appropriate because as a as a young teen myself, I didn't know if I wanted to be Luke Perry or date Luke Perry. And I feel like Brooke <laughs> doesn't know if she wants to be Peyton or date her. So <laughs> that's what it's so because so, over the years, so many people have come up to us and talked mm-hmm. about sexuality mm-hmm. and being teenage girls. And while we were so worried about being painted as these like little sex puppets for men, you mm-hmm. know, what I didn't realize is um how much energy people were picking up on, you know, for a whole rainbow of preferences and Mm -hmm. seeing it in myself in this episode, you know, I kind of gasped when Peyton comes or is like hanging out with Haley outside of the bathroom. Cause I was like, is Peyton flirting with Haley? It was like, I'm watching a totally different person, but I was also enamored with you, Joy. And so maybe 
yeah, probably. Just like, yo, girl, you trying to get out of here? It's high school. Yeah. It's hormones. We're all trying to figure out, like, who are we? And what? what is, what do I do with all these hormones? And How you do know? I feel about yeah. this? And I think the reality is that what you see on screen, I mean, my God, we were watching the episode and we were like, oh, the vibes are strong. The vibes are strong in the bathroom hallway. <laughs> but and, yeah. and I think the truth of the matter and, and you know, the reality even when we think about all of our lives behind the scenes, as you said, it's messy because you are a young person trying to figure out what attraction means. You know, yeah. now as an adult, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm attracted to the brains and intellects and spirits of all of my friends. And of, you know, I have writing crushes on people. I have, But when you're a teenager, you're just like, well, a crush is a crush is a crush. You don't know the difference between what makes you drawn to a person mm -hmm. And, and that I think is about that era of figuring it out. And yeah. I think that's why, even though our show was, um, very binary mm -hmm. at the time and because of who it was written by, I think so many people, as you mentioned with a, you know, spectrum of preferences felt represented by us anyway, because in a well, way they could we read were, into it, what they wanted to yes, see. Yes. We were still representing that curiosity and that finding of ourselves regardless of where our characters found themselves which to your point sophia that we at, at that age you know we're all we are all trying to figure out where, where we fit and where we belong and um so so much of uh how we figure that out is by what we watch and what we mm -hmm. see around us you know the shows that we consume as young people mm -hmm. make a huge impact on that which again goes back to parenting, which is why parenting is so important that, you know, it's not, you're not just getting all your information from TV. Cause God, I mean, my idea of romance and attraction and what I thought <laughs> relationships should what be like. Was, blah, it? Blah, was blah, it Pride like... and Prejudice, Joy? What was, <laughs> <laughs> what was your, what was your like dream romance <clears throat> as a teenager? Oh my gosh. Well, the Princess Bride, of oh, course. Well, as, as you wish. You Could my wish. expectations get any higher? Please. You and me yeah. both. <laughs> oh, and, my. Uh, you know, any of those great rom-coms, My Best Friend's Wedding, mm. um, which is super bittersweet and like not the kind of way that you want to model your, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, but yeah, but it's like you, you need you need. That's why parents are so important and why I'm so grateful that we had, you know, Keith doing some great parenting in this show, in this yeah. episode, for sure. I mean, let's talk about that. That, I mean, Karen, Karen also, you know, giving great advice and Deb was trying, mm -hmm. but Nathan mm -hmm. didn't seem to really listen. But um, I loved that Keith was like, I'm not letting you kids just run riot and get away with anything. <laughs> yep. I'm going to make some phone calls and you guys have to own up to your responsibilities. Yeah. It's nice to see that. Yeah, it was so nice to see the adults in the room force them to deal with the mess they'd made the night before. And yeah, and Keith, by the way, like, had we seen him interact with Nathan at any point yet? No, like, the first thing no. we see is him, like, <gasps> it's like trying not to kill like, each other, girls. Yeah, he probably had like Christmas with this kid when he was little. They've mm. had to sit with each other at Thanksgiving. And wow. so for him to call and rat him out and be mm. like, if your dad won't parent you, I will parent you. Wow. Yeah. It's a big step. Yeah. And, and, and to not only demand that these kids learn something and behave uh, 
even if not in the moment, in the aftermath with a modicum of respect. And then you see Deb, you know, when she gets into it with Dan and Dan says, well, he's a good kid, you know, and she tells him what he did. And she says a good kid based on what his scoring average. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do you even know what's going on with your kid? Or are you just concerned mm-hmm. with his performance? You're so oh. right, Sophia. I think about a lot of the other shows or a lot of shows I see now with teenagers. And sorry if I sound like an old lady, but like <laughs> they're so disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're so disrespectful. And I, you're right. There was at least a lot of the kids on our show, They when they were speaking to an adult, they would, that, that respect was still represented. Mm-hmm. And if they were disrespectful, they got called on it. Right. Which I think is so important. And And when we took it a step farther and said, you know, what's motivating them? What's hurting them? You know, Deb throwing that in Dan's face. She was like, you're paying attention to what he's doing, not how he is. Yeah. And ooh, that hits different for me now. It makes me want to see more of Deb. More of Deb. More Deb? (laughs) More Deb, you say? How can we get more of Barbara Allen Woods? Yeah. I think... What's cool is that if this script came across our desks like right now, mm. I like the women that Deb and Karen are. Like this yes. would be something where I'd be like, yeah, I know, yeah, that sounds, mm. yeah, that sounds neat. Um, okay, so it was not lost on us. <laughs> no, no, we have crashed the comet how many times? How many times though? <laughs> Over the we course actually of this need show. to know. Somebody has to like, find out. Yeah, because we don't know. Because I forgot. The Nathan crashed it. I know I crashed it once. Did Luke crash it at some point? I don't. I feel like maybe. I feel like that that poor car really got harmed often. Well, there were yeah. two of them. Yeah. They kept two on the lot. We had Steve Thompson's. Yeah. And that was our oh, alpha car. Yeah. He worked in our camera department. Um, that was the one we never hurt. Yeah, that was the one that drove. <laughs> He's like, you cannot hurt this He's car. He's like, don't you scratch my car. there was this other car that just, it was like the punching bag that we, you know, had to keep kind of looking like the Comet. Um, but then I heard that the Comet got sold and I would see people post about like, oh, I bought the Comet. And I'm like, which one? Which one? <laughs> You're like, is it the one we crashed into a telephone pole? Because if so, I am sorry. Sorry, guys. I I will admit that sometimes I go on classic car websites and shop for for that comment. You do. I should have bought it. I I think you deserve it. Steve offered to sell it to me when I first left the show, Mm. but it was it was too new. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't have it sit in my driveway. No, it was like, yeah. And now I'm like, that's my car. Give me my car back. Damn. I want it. One of these days. Okay, so really what this is is a call out. If anyone is listening and happens to be an excellent internet sleuth, and I know y'all are out there because you find things like pictures of Joy in a penis hat, you you, you turn them up all the time. You guys, somebody out there. I'm sorry, in a green hat, please don't don't photoshop the thing i just said it's not yeah, appropriate don't do that guys. don't no, do I'm that for it. keep oh, it classy keep it classy internet yeah, friends please. but in your classy searches of um iconic one tree hill history if someone finds a comment on the internet please uh email us the link at yeah. our drama queen's email address we would like to see yeah. it and perhaps D- am i gonna be place an anonymous bid can what? i 
can I drop my son off at school <laughs> in Peyton's Comet? Well, She's like, yes. hey guys. A, playing the theme yes. song. B, <laughs> I also sort of love the idea, you know, since this is our 2.0 adventure, like, why can't you paint it white? Or paint it red. Like, or like you could Mary Kay Pink. Sure. Let's, get real, let's get real drama queen like a with pink it now. Cat you can yes, do whatever baby. you want. You can have your version of her car. All right. Drama queens at iHeartRadio.com. Someone's going to find me a comment. Yeah. And we want to know how many times the comment was crashed. Yes. Yeah. Tell us. Two pieces of information we could use from you, our friends out there. Word. Yeah. Who wants to do superlatives? Friends? Do. Are we Let's doing do most it. likely to? Most <laughs> likely to. Bring it we on. really need to get uh, the sound of a drum roll for these moments because I one of those wheels like the like the. Most likely to get married in Vegas. Interesting. Okay, so we should have a real life option and then a character option. Okay. What do we think? I think. The person who's most likely to get married in Vegas is definitely Tim. Oh, sweet Tim. Aww, he would just Tim. take whatever he could get. Sweet what baby. Sweet... Yeah, Tim definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right? Any cheerleader. Just like, we're going any... to Vegas. <laughs> I see it. Yeah, I don't know that I disagree with that. I don't know that I can come up with I a don't. better one. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's great. <gasps> okay, but who in real life? Like, mm. who's the most impulsive member of our gang? I'm trying to think if anyone did get married in Vegas. Did mm. did anyone? I would. You would, Joy. You would? Yeah. Oh, you I would mean, like elope with a pair of cowboy boots on under your dress and just like yeah. do it. Yeah, I would do it. Wait, yeah. are we going to solicit for that on the internet too? <laughs> Everybody, who should Joy date? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fine. I love this. I, okay. Not the first. Not the first wedding. You don't want your first wedding in Vegas. But if you're gonna no. have a second one, go to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> go to the courthouse or Wait, go to Vegas. Aren't we going to Vegas soon, Joy? Oh, that's right. Okay. Oh. So I have to find someone to okay. marry. Someone who I want to marry within who the you, next like. By the give us your type. Like oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Design your type right now. Oh gee whiz! Oh gee willikers! <laughs> oh. You're like oh well, okay. We're gonna if manifest I it. Oh and my then gosh! Put some. We're gonna blow on the dice, y'all. I just want gonna... like a. I just want like a nice tall Christian cowboy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh I want somebody God. who's like Cole Hauser on Yellowstone, but just plus some Jesus, you know, like that Johnny Cash kind of Jesus. I want somebody who's a little bit grouchy and rough, mm-hmm. but also is a big teddy bear inside. And, mm. um, and Alan Jackson uh, jeans. smart. He's got to be real smart. Like, I got to have a really good conversation. So that yeah. it, it kills me if that's not. Uh, and I got to laugh. Got to make me laugh. Um, All right. Yeah. Giddy yeah. up, cowboy. There you go. We're coming to Vegas. You got Get your ready. shot. I'll take an Irish lumberjack too. Anybody oh. here? I don't. I don't want to like weed out the rest of the world. Yeah. Okay. So I can see that vibe. <laughs> what you're saying is you like rural. It doesn't matter. Rugged like and what rural, country. Baby. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I used to say when when I was on the market, I used to say I'm just. I, it's, this is hard, but I need someone who can go rugged to red carpet. Like you got to run the ranch and you have Mm. to be able to drop into a tux with me because we have things to go to. (laughs) And that's so funny. I, you know, if you say it, I kind of find it endearing when I, 
when I date someone and they like don't quite know how to dress for a carpet. It's kind of sweet. I don't know. Yeah. Aww. It's cool. No, I, your sneakers look good, baby. I'm All it takes is two <laughs> birthdays and a Christmas and you can make over anyone. Boom. Oh, that's, that's true. Right. Two that's birthdays right. and a Christmas. You're good at that. You're good at that. You're like, I'll fix you. Don't worry. No, I'm like, just worry. wear this. Oh, you'll know real when you get it. Because it'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you will feel it. Ooh, maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. And when it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Yeah, because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What is better than a beach vacay? An all-inclusive beach vacay with Cheap Caribbean Vacations, of course. Cheap Caribbean gets you more food, more drinks, and more fun for less. Plus, you can score $175 instant savings on beach favorites in Mexico, the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, Aruba, and the Bahamas for even more awesome savings. Book by April 1st, 2024, and learn more about doing your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Hey, Hill, what are your spring break plans with the kids? Um, We are going to the city and just going to see like every musical we can get our hands on. Yes. It's just time. Sweeney Todd is playing. Oh, what about you? What are you doing? I think we're just going to stay home because we've got uh, some other travel coming up a little bit later. So we're actually just going to enjoy being in the house. And you mean you're going to (laughs) rest? I'm going to rest. Have kids come over, run around in the creek. It'll be fun. But if you're hitting the beach or retreating lakeside or lounging at the pool, then everything you need for your vacation is at Macy's. Macy's has an incredible selection of bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and even sunscreen. And you can find everything you're throwing into your beach bag at Macy's. And if you're trying to dress it up and hit the town on the vacation, then head to Macy's.com to find the cutest summer dresses and perfect accessories to dress up any look. Oh my God, I can't wait to dress up. Plus... You can order online and pick up in-store or curbside, or you could get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. Call it power, you guys. I love this. Your whole life you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you needed to be. It is Cola Power. I love this name. I do too. Cola Power is the brand that powers the food you crave with ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of the Cola Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Cola Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. Oh, and that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, you can dig in with Cola Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Cola Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free, always, and ready in minutes. Most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. 
Call of Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcallapower.com to find them in a store near you. Call of Power. Crave on. Hey, it's your drama queens, and we're here to tell you that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. So let's talk about LifeVac. It is a life-saving airway clearance device, which has saved over 1,500 lives. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac, L-I-F-E-V-A-C dot net and enter promo code DRAMAQUEENS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. Okay, so we know that our angel Brett Claywell's character, Tim, is probably going to go to Vegas, and that feels right to all of us. Um, And then, you know, Joy, we'll see what happens in September. Hey, I'll be there. You know, if you're like a nice Christian cowboy who's like tough and smart and, you know, grouchy, meet me in Vegas. You know what I mean? (laughs) Grouchy. Make sure sure your jeans are tight, sir. But until you're too pleasant, I don't believe you. Yeah, exactly. You got to be you got to be just a little cranky. But until we meet this grouchy, cranky cowboy, we do have some listener questions in the meantime. Um, The first one comes in from our friend Jacob, who says, my two best friends, Courtney and Marissa and I are going to Wilmington for our vacation to sightsee all the One Tree Hill sites. We've enjoyed making a list of things and are even using things from your podcast to add to it. Kitties. Are there any hidden gems you guys would suggest? Uh-huh. Well, Lee mm. tipped everyone off to the brasserie last week. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about that tea? Is the tea room on, on Water Street still there? No, you guys, I think oh. that's up for sale. That's oh. that listing I sent you. So we have this we have this secret dream of getting a, a shop together, yeah. like the three of us. In and Wilmington. so I scour real estate listings and then send them to these two at two o'clock in the morning it's my favorite thing <laughs> what about yeah the, uh, right next to it there's a french place i want to say it's like le catalan the catalan, the catalan that's le right catalan. Yeah. they've got a good uh so, they've got a good like um what's it with the hot dog wrapped in a croissant and they serve it with mustard like a pig in a blanket yeah but it's french <laughs> it has a fancy le, name le pig le pig en croissant <laughs> Le cochon. Oh my God. I love it. Those, those little spots downtown. I will say what I know will always be there that you must go to is Kilwin's ice cream, especially because mm. it's going to be summer. There, and you can smell it. Ugh, you can smell the waffle cones cooking from outside. Literally my mouth is watering thinking about it. Mm. Their chocolate chip cookie dough is the best ice cream I've ever had in my life. So oh my God. they're toasted please, coconuts off the chain too. Oh, it's just so good. Please go have some for us. Um, go to the brasserie for that mac and cheese that is Lee Norris's favorite. And mm-hmm. you must go to Wrightsville Beach, A, because it's again the summertime, and B, because Tower Seven is there. And that yeah. those tacos. Yeah. Ugh. And for shopping, go to the edge of Urge. Yeah. Oh, yes. Is that still there? Yeah. Oh, it's totally Urge. still there. And they've also good. got a location in Raleigh. Um I think we all know I'm going to talk about the bar scene. Hey. Uh, Blue Post is the mm-hmm. spot. You know, we were friends with the owners when we were there. We're still friends with the owners. In fact, so over the Christmas break, Jeffrey had to shoot a movie. And they shot the entire movie without him, like in L.A. or somewhere else. And then they just had to shoot his coverage. They had like a body double for him. So they literally just needed to shoot his coverage. And we were in the Outer Banks. And they were like, we'll meet you in Wilmington. (gasps) 
we need a bar, but oh. everything's closed for COVID. So where, like, where can we shoot? And so I called Barbara Wheaton, the owner of Blue Post, and was like, yo, girl, my <laughs> husband's got to do a movie. Can they shoot your bar? <laughs> and she was like, oh, my God, yes. So they opened it up for this, you know, this production. Um, but it will only be Jeffrey's side oh my of God. the movie <laughs> right outside of Blue Post. So it was really cool. I think they actually, they had to double like sand dunes in the desert. And so they drove out to Carolina Beach in the middle of the night and cheated the beach for the desert, which is like totally crazy. But that's that's the magic of movie making. Magic. Yeah, Blue go to- Post is great. And Yosaki, mm-hmm. like karaoke oh, Yosaki was so fun. So fun. And if you go to Blue Post, look for our uh, look for our little placards because Blue Post has a beer list. You will not get through it in three days. Our friend Jacob <laughs> and Courtney and Marissa. You but can try. it took us all a while. I think it's like 64 beers or something. And some of them are disgusting on purpose. And you have to drink all of them. And then you get a little placard on the wall with Did your name you on it. Did you do it? Of course I did it. I never did that. Oh, I did it. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, give me give me all the beers. Let's do this. I want to leave my mark on Wilmington in this bar. <laughs> Your face is painted on the side of the studio, but you're like, I'm going to get that. Plaque I'm, like, I'm going to get that, that little placard on that post. And I think they're like they're honestly like little plastic name tags that just get hot glued to the wall. Baby, someone stole yours. You know, I really it's not hope still there. Not. I would be so sad. That felt important. (laughs) If you if you did steal it, give it back. If you stole it, please return it. Thank you very much. Along with my comet, thank you very much. Yeah, (laughs) whoever bought that should honestly sell it to you. That would be a nice thing for them to do. Guys, they like shipped it across the ocean, which is a huge compliment. It's in Australia, I heard. Really? Oh my gosh! That's a huge compliment that someone wanted it so bad. So what I hear you saying is that we also need to take our road show of drama queens to australia and these people need to give us a ride to our event eventually in your car so if y'all could just get vaxxed so we could like come and hang out like locally that would be real cool we would love it okay who's up next okay so we have a question from katie katie says if you were the parent to brooke haley and peyton and or peyton what advice would you have given them to help them get through high school I mean, oh my God, are we going to talk for another 45 minutes? Yeah. Oh, um, my Lanta. Um, should we just give advice for our characters, like as our respective, like parent to our characters? Oh. Yes, that makes sense. That's okay. sweet. I would have told Haley, um, it's okay to make mistakes. Don't worry so much about about being perfect and trying to control everything. Just uh. let, let yourself be messy if you need to and just experience experiment and experience life Mm. yeah yeah i mean i would tell peyton baby you got the whole rest of your life to be a grown-up you Mm. know Mm -hmm. don't rush it just be goofy Mm -hmm. i see i see myself trying to be goofy in peyton but she wasn't written as goofy and so i see myself like slumping or like delivering lines kind of goofy um and and yeah, I, I like when I see kids just acting like dorks. Um, yeah. I'd tell Peyton to dork it up. Yeah. Oh, I would want to give that that advice to Brooke also. And actually, Joy, it's so funny what comes to mind. I don't know if you remember this, but remember when we were in Wilmington and you started asking us to do those 20 questions 
answers oh, for yeah, you. Oh, yeah, my blog. And and you <laughs> asked me to uh, write advice to my younger self. And it feels so right for Brooke, especially as we've just unpacked some of her performative fear in this mm. episode. Um, but But I remember saying, don't worry so much about being someone else's definition of enough. You already are. Mm. And I just would want for her to feel that she was enough, that she didn't have to prove or live up to or or convince anyone of anything. I love that. Little so lady. Enough. Little I lady. Think guys, you guys are totally enough. You're more than enough for me. You mm. are. Ditto. We hope you're having fun with us. We hope you're learning some things and, um, you know, it's sparking conversations between you and your friends as well. And we're just so grateful that you're tuning in. Thank you for uh, joining us for another episode mm -hmm. of Drama Queens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Next week we have episode five, All That You Can't Leave Behind. I have no idea what's going to happen. I'm on the I edge of my seat. I mean, <laughs> Lucas is mad at Haley and Peyton Ooh. and Nathan are on the verge of breaking up Oof. and something's going on with Brooke in this next episode, I think, too. Oh, my. We have to. We, we're, are you we're finally going to make a move? Are you going to make a move on the boy? I don't know. Guys, I don't right. remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going right. to find out real soon. We love awesome. you guys. Thank you. Love you all. Bye. 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 Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Hey, it's your drama queens, and we're here to tell you that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. So let's talk about LifeVac. It is a life-saving airway clearance device, which has saved over 1,500 lives. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac, L-I-F-E-V-A-C dot net and enter promo code DRAMAQUEENS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life, and I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate and having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes. 
It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Guys, we've been telling you about how we are huge fans of Tacova's boots, heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service. They're some of the best features of Tacova's, but now they also have a gift for our listeners. Hillary, yes. tell them what they've won. Girl, Tacova's will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps. Free with a minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. So just use the code DRAMA at checkout. That is D-R-A-M-A at Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. <laughs> 